Hey, gays and ghouls, I'm Katie Toole. And I'm Sean Reedy. And this is Friday Night Frights. And this is our mini-sode review of Infinity Pool. Infinity Pool, yes. Mm-hmm. Brandon Cronenberg's latest. Yep. He's a Cronenberg. He's a Cronenberg for sure. He's definitely a fucking Cronenberg. That, those genes are strong are. with this one. Yep. <laughs> um... I think first of all, first and foremost, the most important thing that we need to talk about is Mia Goth's voice, because I didn't know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I didn't know until mm-hmm. just a couple of days ago, where I saw an interview she was doing promoting this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, that she she sounds like a, a cartoon cat. Like yeah. I just I I had no idea. Like that is. Uh, essentially, this is the only movie. That, I think this is the only movie that I've seen her in that I think this is. She's this is using a real voice. her voice. Yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no accent at being added. Right, and no like, deepening. Nope. Yeah, extremely high pitched. Yes. And maybe a cartoon mouse, like not even. If I had not seen that interview the other day, mm-hmm. I would have believed that she was affecting the voice in this film right and that her voice was more like the voices from the other films right no 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 this is her real voice this is how she talks it's jarring on a day-to-day i mean not to, i'm not i'm not mocking her voice it's just so radically different i mean it shows what a good actress she is because i yeah. had no freaking clue that that's what she sounded like so. right well and, and i think i actually enjoy the fact that she did use a real voice in this. It actually worked really well with the film. It did. It worked very well with the character. I don't think that it would have... I mean, obviously, in, like, X and Pearl, she's playing somebody from Texas, right? So she's not going right. to use her real voice because she's British. But right. just the... <laughs> I think what I love about Mia Goth is that her entire vibe now in the last, you know... Well, I mean, the last three movies that she's been in, which are the only three movies I've seen. I've never seen the, the what was it called? Nymphomaniac? Or Care for Wellness. Oh, Care for Wellness. Yeah, I've never seen that one. Was she a Nymphomaniac, too? I thought she was. I could be mistaken. Though. I feel like you're right. And I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And I remember enjoying it. But it was also a lot of movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of actors in it. Right, yeah. I don't think she had, like, a... a... She wasn't the star. No, no, no. That was... Uh, I'm a star! Charlotte Gainsbourg. Sure. If I'm remembering right, she was the main, the main madam. That's, that's Lars von Trier's, right. like, muse, though. Right. So. <laughs> so. But that's a different movie. That's a different movie. <laughs> I don't need to talk about. I don't need to get into Lars. I'm sure we'll get to him eventually. Lars and the real girl. <laughs> <laughs> the real girl being me and a cop. So, I think... My favorite thing about Mia Goth is that the vibe that she's developing in this phase of her career mm-hmm. is just being the woman who is just unbearably irresistible to any person, male, female, otherwise, mm-hmm. within 50 yards of her. Yes. And also being just completely insane. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, yep. This is the third movie in a row where that's her vibe. Yeah, through and through. And she's real good at it. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, clearly still playing different people. Like, that's the thing is that... Right, it's just the vibe. It's just the vibe. It's not the character. No. Characters are radically different. Yes. It's just the vibe. And absolute insanity. 
absolute insanity. <laughs> I mean, when, you know, when she takes a left turn, man. Yeah, it, it is a hard, sharp left. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want her to be mad at me. No. Scary, scary lady. Mm. So, this is, this is Brandon Cronenberg's, I almost said David. This is not David. It's this not is, David Cronenberg's anything, no. except his baby boy. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I was going to say that, because I, my brain's, my, my thought process was Brandon, but, um, this is still an early film for him, in a way. I think this is his fourth. Third or fourth, yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, he did Antiviral, mm-hmm. he did Possessor, mm-hmm. he did, he did one other one, and I'm blanking on it now. Mm. Uh, yeah, those are the only two that I know of. And it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. It was weird as fuck. <laughs> it was so but he's weird. a Cronenberg. I mean, I didn't. I enjoyed it. Like it. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It was just weird as fuck. Like I. I mean, one. I know. Like just automatically know because of him being a Cronenberg. That I mean, he's definitely stepping into his father's footsteps. Mm-hmm. He is following them, like. Print for print, but like. It's still his own style, yeah, which is sure. great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I've I've not seen Antiviral. I have seen Possessor. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Possessor. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is so different, right? So I had seen I had stumbled onto some review, and I didn't read the review at all. But I just happened to like click on the comments. Like I think it might have been on Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. And someone had mentioned that they thought that this film was. One of his, that this was like his tame film. I did not come out of the theater feeling that at all. <laughs> no, I would not. I would not characterize this as tame. No, I, it is a, a bit of a slower pace. Right. Um, but not in a bad way. Right. And things still escalate pretty freaking quickly. Yeah. Like, I feel like it might have just felt like it was a slower pace because it was tired. Um, which is not at all Brandon not, Cronenberg's not fault. Not his fault, yeah. No, no, no. So that's, that's, we're, we're taking that in consideration in this review. Mm-hmm. Um, no, 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 this is not a tame film. No. I'm getting to the point where I think my advice to anyone is going to be that if you see a SARS guard, just run in the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> They are all over the place. They're all over the place, A. And B, they're either doing terrible things or experiencing terrible things. You just don't want to be near these men. Yeah. It's going to be a bad time. Every Somebody's going to have a bad time. Somebody's having a bad time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's them. Sometimes it's somebody else. Sometimes it's both. Yeah. That's the case in this film. Mm-hmm. Every time. Every time. <laughs> and there's what? Four? Is there four brothers? I don't know. It seems like there's a new one every day. I, I, I think maybe they're clones. Uh, I'm sorry. That was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to do that that hard. No, that's fine. The realization I felt. <laughs> I appreciate. It's not painful. I appreciate that. Okay. Um, no, that was, that's funny, actually. Yeah. yeah. You're just producing I mean... them. Um, so, Yes. Uh, one of the SARS, which Sarsgaard is it? <laughs> is it Alexander? This is Alexander. Alexander Sarsgaard, uh, and his wife, who is played by um, Cleopatra. Yes. Col Culver Colvin Cameron. Two C's. Coleman. Coleman. That's close. 
and his wife, played by Cleopatra Coleman, go to a resort in a vaguely Baltic fictional country. <laughs> like, they filmed it in Croatia, so of course it's gorgeous. I mm-hmm. want to go to Croatia so bad. Like, it's... It's beautiful. It's beautiful there. Um, not not if it's like this. I don't want to go. No, but it's not yeah, actually it's... like this. They're, it's a lovely country. They're lovely people. But... <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, to a certain degree, it's kind of like, you know, that same kind of like uh, travel log danger film, right? Like, like, uh, like the Cove and no, the Cove is a documentary. Um, what am I thinking of? The Beach? It's Leo DiCaprio. Doesn't matter. Let's say Hostel. It's like Hostel. <laughs> I would, yes. I would say, yeah, it's like Hostel. Like, there is a, um, had a little bit of a Wicker Man vibe. Yeah. Um, or Midsommar, right? Yeah. Not, not the same aesthetic, but just like the kind of like, oh, I'm going to this place that I assume is safe, and then it's very much not. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So, you know, there's a little bit of like, you know, it's a little bit, you know, xenophobic, like, this is not what the Croatians are like, but... Which is why they made up a country, right? right? But still, it's clear that it's supposed to be that region of the world, right? Yep. Like because they filmed it in Croatia, so, uh, so there's a lot of like you know, Soviet architecture and like aesthetics and like old ladies and aprons who are like no nonsense and, um, you know, it's the vibe. It's got a vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a failed writer. He's only produced one book that did not do well. Uh, So adds to our theory from last week that if you're a writer and you have writer's block, you should, I guess, not go anywhere. No, not just not just Colorado. No, anywhere. Travel. Yep, just stay home. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he meets Mia Goth and her husband, Mm -hmm. who is Swiss, and. Complete and utter insanity ensues. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you. There's hallucinogens. Um, this they do warn you actually in the beginning of the film, and I do appreciate it. Yes. Um, that there is a lot of flashing lights. Yes. So this is absolutely a film because he's a Cronenberg. This mm-hmm. is absolutely a film that could induce an epileptic seizure so much so that they put a disclaimer at the front of the film. So if that is something that affects you. Uh, maybe just don't even waste the money on the ticket. Just no. Don't, just don't go. Just don't go. Um, um, because I can see it's... Yeah. It's there. Yeah. Like, even my eyes were starting to hurt. Mm-hmm. Like... Yes. Um, yeah, there were some scenes that just really went on for a long time. Yep. Um, not, not all in a bad way. I don't even want to say bad. It was just like, all right, there's a lot. Right. I mean... You're just throwing a lot at us. Right. I know what you're talking about, and I was yes. also kind of feeling like, okay, we can be done with this now. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I get it. I get what's happening. Yes. I'm I understand. Here. I'm here. I see you. Got it. Okay. <laughs> um, one thing, and I, I don't think that this is too spoilery, because they basically say it in the synopsis of the film, but one thing that kept going through my head the entire time was... Uh, a tweet or something. It was a tweet or a Tumblr post. It was something, some internet thing mm-hmm. years ago where the poster was like, 
remember that any crime that is punishable by a fine is legal for the rich. Oh, absolutely. And that's what kept running through my head the entire yep. time. And I think that is what they're saying with this movie. Yes. Right? Like, absolutely. that's the pretty pretty clear message. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, there are, there are people who are psychopaths who will take that to an extreme. Mm-hmm. And just be like, hey, we get to go on a murder vacation every year. And just, like... Have a good time. Be barbaric. And... Yeah. Get away with it. Come back. Totally fine. I do enjoy that. I do enjoy the little glimpse they gave us of like their real world personas. Yes. Right? Because like if you met these people outside of that situation, they would be just like interminably boring. Yes. <laughs> you know? It's just like Right. Oh, you know, oh honey, we have to we have to remember to pay the handyman for that work he did for us and Oh, um, did you tell the housekeeper about that? Right? Like, just boring. Boring, bland, stupid rich people. Mm -hmm. And that's that's all they are. Yeah. Until they get to this place. And then they're a a cult, essentially. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. There is a... So one thing that I did really like about this uh, movie, too, is the color palette was... For most of the film, so gray. So gray, so neutral. Mm -hmm. Even though they're like on a vacation, like on a beach. Mm -hmm. Like grays. Very gray beach. Very gray, very blue. Like like very light blues. Gray blues. Yeah. There was a moment. There was a moment where he loves a rack focus. Yeah. I will say that. I was like, okay, we're doing a lot of rack focus here. Yeah. (laughs) Doing a lot Mm -hmm. with the rack focus. Um, Again, it's it's a style choice. It just was a style choice that was made every 30 seconds. But he did this awesome shot of the ocean where, Mm -hmm. like, it was sort of, it filled the entire frame and it was moving in such a way that it started to look like static. Yes. And I was like, okay, this is really fucking cool. Yep. Like, this is a cool moment. And, like, where they placed that, that was sort of the moment that reality broke for this guy. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just all of a sudden, things are going to go sideways now. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't enjoy the sequence at the beginning of the film where he's trying to make this very, like, normal looking resort seemed very sinister with the camera work and the music (laughs) okay so well that was so that was the other thing like the it was nauseating right were you bothered by that because i know you don't like sideways cameras and there was no so okay or tilted cameras my my thing is it's when it's a static image got it a static shot where the camera's on an angle i see no, this was definitely... Or it's like like a weird action shot, but they're doing normal shit. Right. I'm like, stop. Why are we doing this? <laughs> like, just be... Just look straight forward. I don't, I don't sit with my head on the side while... Like, sideways <laughs> while I'm talking to someone normally. Um, but, like, that constant, like, motion and, like, it be... The way that the camera was moving mm-hmm. was... Was hitting me in a physical way. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it mm-hmm. because it was so effective. I wonder, you think that was a drone? Or I don't think know. That was in post. 
Like maybe it wasn't camera work at all. I I couldn't really tell. I feel like it it could have been post, mm-hmm. and they were just they were just really just rotating the the shot. The image, yeah. yeah. They were just <laughs> taking the image and just spinning it. But the way that they did it, the way that it was that it was actually rotating was it was really it. There was something about it that was different. Right. But I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> That had been Wes Craven, he would have built an island and screwed it. No, I will give you a specific example of what I don't like. And that is both the first first and second Thor movie. Mm. Mm -hmm. That. Got it. And I'm like... Stop it. (laughs) Why? Really this first one. Why are you sideways? The first one was the worst edit, I think. But... um, but no, I enjoyed it. I actually was sitting okay. there and I was like, this is making me nauseous and I'm on board. Yes. It's it's putting me in the movie. Right. Like it's, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to be sickened. Right. And yeah. I got, I'm sickened. <laughs> delivered on that. <laughs> delivered. I'm like, what is happening right now? What What is happening to these nipples right now? Yeah, there were some things with some nipples. Weird ass nipples. <laughs> I was like. Nipples not... don't do, don't, don't they don't do that. I don't that. think they do that. No. If they do, you need need a doctor. There was things coming out of... (laughs) My level. Like, that's not... No, no. No, no, no. Oh, God. (laughs) Cool facts. He's a Cronenberg. He's a Cronenberg. He's doing the damn thing. He is. He's honoring his family's legacy. Um, (laughs) With weird nipples. With weird nipples. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. Uh... Oh, I also think that it actually, besides the absolutely insane parts, right? Like this is this is a science fiction horror film. Yes, really. Mm-hmm. Um, besides the actual absolutely insane parts, like the sort of first third of the movie until things go, you know, real bad real quick, really actually captures like the weird disconnect from reality that you experience in like a resort. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you just meet these people and you're just, you're stuck with them on this property for like a week. And so you Mm. become weirdly close to them, but then you never see them again. Right. Right. Or, or, you make vacation friends and you keep going back, you know, you keep going back to that resort and you see them again and again and again. But like, mm-hmm. this just weird, like even the opening scene where it was just pitch black in their room because the blackout curtains right. and they open and it's like this blinding. That is like, that's what it's like in a hotel. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, especially a hotel that's like on a, on a beach. It's just like, you're just divorced from reality in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, especially on resorts like this or like on cruise ships, for example, right? Like where everything is constructed right? specifically to give you, like he even says, he's like, why would they have a Chinese restaurant? Right. <laughs> like they don't, they don't eat Chinese food here. Right. But they have a Chinese restaurant. They had Bollywood dancing night. Right. Like, <laughs> And again, the Baltic, like the Baltic Sea, that's where they are. Or the Adriatic, probably. Um, Yeah, because the Baltic is higher, right? Farther north. I'm really bad at geography, folks. It's the Adriatic. Croatia's on the Adriatic Sea, pretty sure. 
Um, let me look that up. Hold on. Did you just say I'm really bad at geography and then just knew it's one of two C's? Because I am over here with absolutely zero fucking clue. You said Adriatic and I was like, yeah, I've heard of that sea once. <laughs> <laughs> Baltic, I know that one. You know, it's over there. Yeah. It's over there by Greece. Uh, see, my confusion is that that's the Balkan Peninsula, but it's on the Adriatic Sea. Okay, that makes see that makes sense. Okay. I see your I see why you would. Yes. So I revised my earlier statement. They are in a vaguely Balkan, <laughs> <laughs> not Baltic, uh, country. Mm-hmm. Really bad at geography, but <laughs> but it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It is. I do gorgeous. really want to go there, and it's. A, I don't. I don't think you have to stay behind the razor wire in real life. No, I would. I would assume not. It was also funnier than I expected it to be. Yeah, actually, like, legitimately laugh out loud and like supposed to be funny. Yes, right. Like I feel like when you're talking about horror movies, you always have to like make that caveat, right? Like mm-hmm. the humor was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> when Mia Goth is like on the front of the car, it's so fucking great. <laughs> that whole scene. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, so it, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah, I, I am not, I'm not mad at it. That's for sure. Mm-mm. Like I said, there was, you know, there, there was some pacing that yeah. could have been, you know, a little bit more consistent. There were a couple of scenes where it's just like, okay, I get it. You're trying to gross this out, but you've been doing this for like two and a half minutes now. So can we just carry on with the plot? Right. Because there was a plot. There was a plot. <laughs> like, it wasn't, you know, that is, you know, uh, sometimes David Cronenberg, sometimes his father, mm-hmm. loses the plot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. sure, there was a movie that was written, but I want to do this instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be about this, generally. Generally. <laughs> but right now, this scene is going to be in here because I said so. For the next 15 minutes. Yep. You will not know what's happening. Yep. I will say that. I did, I did... For the most part, know what was happening the entire time. Yeah. Right? Like, even even the really weird parts, you're like, okay, this is... There were reasons given, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite enjoyed the detective. He was hilarious. Oh, yeah. He reminded me of, like, a Bond film for some reason. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like he would be a character in a Bond film. Mm-hmm. Where you'd just be like, okay, Mr. Bond. But it was like, he's just like this completely... This man who is overseeing something that is absolutely horrific. Yep. But he's just a bureaucrat. Like, he's just, he just, it's just his job. Right. He doesn't care. He's like, sure. Sign on the line. <laughs> like, oh, look, it worked. Like, it's just, I just, I love that character. So <laughs> there is something, I think they're, you know, there's, they're saying something, and it is coherent. They're saying something about the sort of like, um, about tourism, about tourism, particularly tourism, luxury tourism in developing countries yes um and the fact that in most of the world the rich can act with impunity yep and the extremes to which that can go mm-hmm. which is often what these sort of like travel horror movies end up being about really right but uh but yeah i would recommend unless you have epilepsy but yeah. Well, I suppose not everybody who has epilepsy probably has that specific problem. But if you have that specific problem where, like, flashing yeah. lights make you have seizures, mm-hmm. there's a lot of it. Yes. There's at least three or four scenes that are 
just rapidly flashing images for several minutes. Mm -hmm. So if that's something that either like will make you feel sick or, you know, just give you a panic attack or give you a seizure, Mm -hmm. be warned. (laughs) I thought I was going to have to mention like, does the dog die.com? And then I saw what the dog was and I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, I had a brief, I was like, oh no. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, Not what I was thinking. Yeah. All right, Sean, how would you rate this? I would say I would give this I would give this That's tough. Maybe four and an eighth. Four and an eighth? Yeah. I was gonna say a solid four. Yeah. Yeah. Solid four. Yeah. It was definitely good. It was good. I I'm undecided if I wanna see it again. Right. I'm not sure that that's the only reason that it's not higher. Is yeah. that like I feel like I take into account whether or not I'm going to, like, buy this movie and watch it again. Yeah. I don't know if I will. Um. <laughs> but I, I, I'm not mad that I watched it. No, no. I'm it was not very mad good. Was, yeah. I'm not mad that I saw it at all. Um, I, I feel like part of that opinion, too, is that, like, it's kind of my same thought process with uh, Possessor. Mm-hmm. Is like because I did buy that one mm-hmm. and I did try rewatching it and I'm like I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, no. I'm like this is this I'm is done. horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Great film, absolutely beautifully shot film. Yeah, like beautifully made, but Jesus. That's how I feel about Left. Left yeah. House on the Left. Yeah, I mean to to be fair, this is nowhere near that level. Like, of disturbing. Yeah. Because it's absurd. Yes. Right? Like, it's, and it's, it feels sort of far away, and there's, like, the the science fiction-y aspect that, like, Mm -hmm. makes it kind of unreal, right? Mm -hmm. Or surreal, at least. And whereas Last House on the Left is gut-wrenchingly realistic. I'm saying that. You know, literally, gut-wrenchingly yeah. realistic. So. Yes. Completely different. But that's just, that's another movie where I'm like, this is a great movie, and I don't want to see it again. <laughs> do not want to watch it. So we should do that at some point. I mean, we should do it. It's <laughs> no, a classic. It's we, a classic. I'm not, is... I'm not like, traumatized by it. Like, I, I would watch it again. I'm just like, you know, I don't watch it for fun. No, no, no. <laughs> I feel like if we do that as an episode, we have to compare the original to the remake. Right. That would have to be the episode. I don't think I've ever seen the remake, actually. Bet anyway. You. Yep. Speaking of Wes Craven. It would have turned the island upside down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that is it for our review of Infinity Pool. We do recommend it. Uh, join us next week when we will be discussing Valentine. As we are now approaching the day of love. <laughs> The day of love. Love. And obsession. Mm-hmm. And murder. And... No, not Brick murder. Brooke Shields? Is Brooke Shields in that movie? Brooke? No. Who am I thinking of? Um... The other one with the eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, God bless. Uh, Denise Richards. <laughs> Denise no, Richards, yeah. yes. <laughs> no? Yes? Um, yes. Denise Richards and David Boreanaz. Ugh. That <laughs> David man. David Boreanaz. Oh, I love Who, David Boreanaz. He can do no wrong for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Until then, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can follow us on Spotify. We have an Instagram at FNFrights Podcast. We have a Twitter at FNFrights Pod. We have a website at FNFrightsPodcast.com. Uh, you can find us on either Facebook or YouTube by just searching Friday Night Frights Podcast. If you would like to contact us directly, you can scream at us by emailing scream at fnfrightspodcast.com. And then there is our Patreon, The Fright Club. And Sean? Yes, Katie? What's the first rule of Fright Club? The first rule of Fright Club is if you are at a, say, resort, Mm -hmm. and it is advised that that resort is the only safe place to really be, stay there. Especially if it's surrounded by razor wire. Razor wire. Razor wire. (laughs) Razor wire and 10-foot tall fences. And And two armed guards at the gate. At all times. Hello. And if the way that you're leaving, I love that, like, out of that, like, his his wife, you know, Cleopatra Coleman, of course, Mm -hmm. is, like, a woman of color. And she was the only one who was like, this is a bad idea. Yep. (laughs) Like, that character was the only one that was like, should we be doing this? Like, if you have to sneak out the back of your resort to get out of it, just don't do that. You're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a bad time, one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. And he... And maybe do just an ounce of research about the place that you're going. A smidge. Just a little bit. scotch. Like, you can't tell me that there weren't, like, State Department warnings about this country. Hello. (laughs) Not that you can't go to any country that there are State State Department warnings about, because there's State Department warnings about a lot of countries, but... But make sure you know them. Be aware. Yeah. Be aware. I think that's, you know, that's the point. Just be aware. Don't think that just because you have money... I mean, in the way I'm going against the whole thing. Don't think that just because you have money that you can ignore warning signs. Yeah. So, gays and ghouls, we hope you've enjoyed this Friday Night Bite. Join us next week for the big friend. But until then, sleep tight. <laughs>